What's up, beer drinkers? How y'all doing this week? Oh, this week is going to be a short and sweet show. Sorcerer Chromatic and I could not hook up this weekend, or this past weekend, to record something. Yet, here I am with the weekly grind. I'm here to satisfy some of your beer needs. I can't satisfy all of them because I can't pour you a beer. Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be something? Having a cold brew party where all of us are together drinking beer, sharing beer. Well, we kind of are right now. I hope you're out there uh, drinking, not driving, because I don't know. I listen to a lot of podcasts, you know, either in my car or, you know, at the gym. Um, So maybe some of y'all can't be drinking, uh, you know, out, you know, in the open. You know, there's always that's what they made brown paper bags and red solo cups for. Anyway, so uh, out there, out there, out in beer land. I hope you're listening. I hope you could be drinking soon if you're not now. And I'm going to be drinking a little beer, talking a little news, uh, hit you up with some Ahsoka. And then and then we're out of here. Uh, you know, uh, next week, though, um, it's going to be a big show. I'm uh, warning you now. I'm promising you now. Next week is going to be a. Uh, it's going to be one of our big shows. Remember back for you longtime listeners, we used to have like hour and a half, two hour shows. Yeah, we we might be pushing that uh, this week. Um, next week uh, show might be the mega show. That's, I think uh, that's what my brother Sorcerer Chromatic called it, the mega show. Let's do a mega show. We're going to record it, and yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. And so uh, next week we'll be back to our regularly regularly scheduled program. Uh, but right now it's time to open up some beer. So today I have in front of me from our good friends at Hus Brewing in Phoenix, Arizona. Kind of tripped up on that. I have their Juicy Juicy IPA, which is 6.3% alcohol by volume, handcrafted with malted barley, wheat, hops, yeast, and water. A super juicy IPA brewed with the new Cryo Pop Hops, Eldorado, as well as Amarillo Hops, bursting with candied pineapple, sweet orange, stone fruit, and melon with the smooth, soft mouthfeel and lingering bitterness. Adding the Cryo Hop, uh, adding the Cryo Pop to this beer gives it a true pop to the aroma and flavor of this super juicy IPA. All right, so without further ado, pop off. And let's see how it pours. Oh, it pours. Eh, it pours like a yellowish, goldish um, hue. Uh, opaque, of course, like every uh, hazy. Well, most most of the hazies. I've had some hazies that were clear, and I've had some West Coast that were hazy. So you never really can tell until you actually pour it. Um, yeah, it's a nice, bright, juicy, hazy IPA. And so let's see how it tastes. All right, yeah, I'm getting uh, some citrus, some pineapple. Um, not so much of the lemon. The wheat is coming through though, and yeah, that's that's not really, that's not really my my forte when it comes to hazy IPAs. I prefer the oat over the wheat, and but it's not bad. It's not great. Um, Hus Brewing is a, it, they've been around for a long time. They are pretty well known throughout the valley. Uh, they are actually are very well represented every time you go to a beer festival around here. But um, yeah, no one really 
clamors for uh, Hus Brewing. They don't line up for it. Um, basically because it seems like they're more of a like a production brewery, meaning that, um, you know, they, they get one style. They get a few different ones. They try a few different things and then they get one beer in that style. And then that's what they're they're known for. And they can it and they distribute it all over. Whereas some of these microbreweries are, you know, being super innovative and doing one-offs and trying this and trying that. Um, and those are actually more hard to nail down, but they're actually more sought after in the Valley than Hus Brewing. But Hus Brewing, a lot of good people there. Um, I know one um, personally, uh, my friend Tanya, she works there. She was uh, over at Santan and now she's over at Hus. Santan's another one too, <laughs> who's been very wide uh, spread, very well known and uh you know into all the the venues around here and but they uh you know they 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 aren't as innovative as some of these other ones such as you know like rent house or the shop or goldwater and you know those those are some of the bigger ones those more though and dark sky is another one and so they don't uh, have as uh, as much of a zeal as those i'm talking about um santan and hus but they are very well known and very well respected in the Arizona beer community. So this one's pretty good. I like it. Um, it's not my favorite. It wouldn't be my go-to, but out of the uh, Hus lineup, eh, you know, it's pretty good. It's uh, up there. Um, I think my favorite beer by Hus was when I first moved here to Arizona back in 2016. Or maybe it was a little bit after, maybe 2017. And anyway, that range, 2016, 2017. It was a pale ale called... I think it was like um, Into the Ivy or Magic in the Ivy or Ivy. Anyway, it was, it reminded me of the Wrigley Field. That's why, <laughs> that's what, um, that's not why I like the beer, but it was a pale ale. It was so fucking good. That was my favorite. And I, I don't think they make it all the time. It's not a, a, a year round beer. In fact, I don't even, I've never even seen it anymore. Um, but that that's probably my favorite Hus beer of all time. It was so fucking good. Maybe it was just the batch I got was fucking perfect. Just hit my palate just right. Um, but they're really well known for their coffee Kolsch around here in these parts. It's a Kolsch beer with the, the coffee. Not my thing. Like I, on a taste test, sure. The, give me the Pepsi challenge. Fucking love it. You know, a whole pint of it. Nah, I'm good. I'm After halfway through, I'm done. Um, but that's just my palate. And what's the other one? Oh, they they bought the brand uh, Papago, which has a, a orange blossom wheat beer, which is really popular here in the valley. I'm not a big wheat beer guy, but I, I must say it, it is really good. It's got that uh, orange zest to it. And so those are the two beers that they're known for. Even though the Papago is a different brand name, it's still owned by Hus, and they brew it, and they brew it well. So those are the uh, the big Hus beers around here, but... Anyway, I will rate this beer later during our or my untapped portion of the show. But right now, it's time. A beer news story. So this comes to us from Vine Pear. And this. This. Um, now, if you know anything about me, um, which I, I you know, I, I pretty much tell you guys. A lot about me on this show, but maybe, you know, some things aren't so evident, but I love The Simpsons. Probably uh, got to be top three shows of all time, TV shows of all time, comedies anyway. Um, yeah, it's The Simpsons are up there. Uh, Seinfeld is up there. Um, shit, the, the Office is up there. And 
No, sneakily, the Cheers, the the first half of Cheers, the the Shelley Duvall stage or Shelley Duvall. <laughs> um, damn, what was her name? I forgot she played Diane. Shelley something. Yeah, Shelley Long. Shelley the Shelley Long years. The Rebecca years were all right. There's some good jokes in there, but by that time it was pretty much you know um, set up punchline, set up you know the the Diane years. There was some like real depth in there. In uh, anyway. Um, but back to The Simpsons. Uh, this comes to us from Vine Pair. Here is the headline. Duff beers Rocky Road from The Simpsons to the real world. In The Simpsons universe, if someone is talking about beer, they're definitely talking about Duff. In the 750 and counting episodes of the Fox Network animated series, fictional beer brand Duff, along with its countless iterations like Duff and Brow and Duff Stout, is the official brew of the TV show. It's ubiquitous logo, the large D and a koi U sitting on a seesaw like slash connected to two F's and simplistic can art are reminiscent of many real life American macro loggers. Even the brand names at even the brand's name adds to its realistic tilt. Duff is a sex, sexless word that mimics the phonetics of any monomal monosilba. <laughs> Damn. Monosyllabic macro lager like Bud, Coors, or Schlitz. And even though the creators of The Simpsons never planned on bringing Duff to the 3D realm, a number of breweries have done just that over the years. Since the show's premiere in 1989, the world has seen the rise and fall, and in some cases fully-fledged legitimacy, of lagers called Duff Beer, and all designed to tug at the heartstrings of nostalgic millennials whether or not the beer mentions The Simpsons in its advertising. In fact, most of these brands have specifically avoided doing so to keep 20th Century Fox, or in this case Disney, from slamming them with lawsuits, which has happened time and time again. Simpsons creator Matt Groening has been quoted saying that he avoided bringing Duff Beer to the real beverage market as he feared it would encourage underage drinking, but that didn't stop a slew of bootleggers from doing it for him. Duff Beer is legally considered Fox's intellectual property. But when a product is rooted in fiction, copyright laws around said product become a bit iffy. That gray area has given the various Duff manufacturers some wiggle room to operate. The first Duff knockoffs weren't actually knockoffs to begin with. In 1992, New Zealand's Duff's brewery, named after co-owner Gavin Duff, was founded and began pumping out branded Duff, Duff's brewery beer. Even though his beer drew zero inspiration from the American series, the brewery rebranded as McDuff's after 20th Century Fox hit them with a lawsuit. Not long after, Australia's Lion Nameth Beer also made a, made a Duff beer, and the network again made quick work to eradicate the brand. The resulting legal battle ended with all units getting pulled from liquor store shelves and destroyed. Over in England, Dale's Side Brewery also began producing a Duff beer, deriving its name from the Gaelic word dub, which translates to dark. Fox left Dale's, let, <laughs> Fox left Dale's side alone, but the brewery has since ceased production. Come the early aughts, flagrant Simpsons imitations were brewing overseas. Germany's Duff Beer GmbH acquired trademark rights to the name in 1999 and began rolling out its take on Duff Beer. Shortly after, a separate entity called Duff Beer UG secured a simultaneous trademark and contracted Hessen Brewery, Eschweiger, 
Kloster Brewery to produce the legendary Duff beer, though both brands entirely neglected to mention the show in their advertising. Fox made attempts to try to squash the German ripoffs by applying for an EU trademark to use Duff beer to sell non-beer Simpsons merchandise overseas like sodas and energy drinks. But that was delayed and eventually shot down on the grounds that selling non-beer items as Duff beer would be misleading. Fox finally acquired the German Duff beer trademark in 2014, but both German brands still continue to produce and sell their brews in a few international markets, though any websites claiming to link to the German entities are defunct. There's even a Duff-themed sports bar in Albania that's been able to avoid legal troubles to this day. Now, Central and South American countries have had similar saga with unsanctioned versions of the lager. In 2006, Rodrigo Contreras acquired a trademark for Duff beer in Mexico and began selling it in a can identical to the one shown on TV. The beer made its way to other Latin American countries before Fox made a few feeble attempts to eradicate it. In 2013, Chilean police seized around 60,000 bottles of the stuff, but that didn't but that did little to slow Duff Beer's Latin American production. Contreras' own Simpsons Brewing Company in Tijuana still operates under a low profile. Colombian brewery 3 I have to try to pronounce this correctly. Cordilleras. Yeah, all right. Tres Cordilleras produced a Duff beer for a few years, and Argentina's Beer Life did the same. Due to the prevalence of South American Duff knockoffs, Fox decided to stop trying to weed out imitators in 2015 and instead collaborated with Chilean beverage producer Emsa Chile to start producing officially licensed Duff beer for the Chilean market. Despite international takeoff of faux Duffs, U.S. attempts to copycat the brand haven't seen the same success. Bilbo's Pizzeria and Brewery in Kalamazoo, Michigan, served its own short-lived version complete with custom Homer Simpson tap handle, but it was discontinued not long after its inception. The only glimmer of hope for American Simpsons fans came in June 2013, when Florida's Universal Studios began offering officially licensed Duff at the theme park's Springfield area, where guests can patronize a real-life version of Moe's Tavern. There, visitors can enjoy three different varieties of Duff, the fictional brew Duff, Duff Light, and Duff Try, which we all know are the same fucking beer. Though if they're manufactured... Oh, here we go. See, I, I, I fucking skipped ahead. I squashed the, the headline. Though they're manufactured in the same way, the animated series details all three beers are actually the same suds with different labels. These official Duff beer beers, <laughs> sorry, that's, just, that's so fucking great. Uh, these official Duff beers are brewed by Carib Brewing, a brewery USA, formerly Florida Beer Company in Florida, but distribution has yet to expand beyond the theme park. Successful or not, the sheer number of attempts to bring Duff to the real world is pretty astounding and speaks to the lasting worldwide appeal of The Simpsons. What's inside is clearly beside the point. What's inside the can is clearly beside the point. As long as the beverage provides a connection to the classic show, fans will likely flock. So thank you, Vine Pear. And see who wrote this. Let me scroll back up. Oh, Pete O'Connell. Very well done, Pete. Very good article. I appreciate that. I fucking love The Simpsons. I hope you do too, at least in some aspect 
you know, my daughter always wanted to watch The Simpsons. Her grandmother wouldn't let her. I think she's, you know, that's my my ex's mom. I think she's still in that old mindset of, you know, it's it's not good for children. Because remember when, I don't know how many of you out there were alive in 1989, let alone, uh, shit, what was I, 12, 13 years old when it came out? It was like, it was, you know, it threw those, uh, those parent TV critics, you know, they, they, were, they were aghast. They, they couldn't believe that, uh, you know, a little boy was talking like that to his father or the things he was doing or, you know what I mean? It was, it was called trash TV. And, and the, I, I remember the critics used to make fun of the, uh, the song Mu- music critics thought the, the song was horrible. But now look at this. It's like 34, 35 years later and it's still fucking kicking. So, you know, it's a testament to critics are, you know, they always don't know what, <laughs> what's going to sell. I like, <clears throat> I like the Simpsons um, from the beginning. I even had a, a Bart Simpson. He was uh, surfing a wave. He was saying, I Caramba and the Caramba was spelled incorrectly. And so, you know, when my daughter wanted to watch, it, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. But then her grandma said no. And I didn't want to contradict you know, she is my elder and I want to respect my elder. But man, when she got ready, I go, yep, yep. Or when she got the okay, um, I first I was like, you know, you should watch like the, the first season, you know, and just go through the whole order because Disney Plus, she has it on her iPad so she can watch it anytime she wants. And then I started going back and watching the first couple seasons. I'm like, this is shit. Like, it really doesn't get going till season three. Like season three through season 10, I think season 10 started to get a few does, but three through nine, fucking unassailable. And then all the Treehouse of Horrors. Oh, come on, please. Those are all my favorites. In fact, I think last year for Halloween, we sat there and we watched like, I think half of the Treehouse of Horrors, like 15 Treehouse of Horrors in a row. And (coughs) excuse me. And. All I could think of was Disney Plus, get your fucking act together and just put them all in a package so we can watch them all in a row, please. Because I remember, was it like uh, two, three years ago when when Disney Plus, Disney Plus first came out and they had The Simpsons, right? And it was around Halloween time. And they're all like, "Ooh, you know, watch the Halloween, the Simpsons Halloween episodes. I'm like, yeah, I, I want to do that. So I clicked on the little tile that took you to the first Treehouse of Horror. I'm like, great took you to the first treehouse of horror and then it showed you the next episode in that season i'm like what the fuck is this i want to see all the treehouse horrors in a row so disney plus get your act together start putting packages of the simpsons together give me a call i'll do it for you (laughs) it can't be that hard you know like all the the best of nelson or the best of uh you know bard the best of homer the best of mr burns there should be all these fucking packages man you want to make disney plus better not just with the simpsons do it with like with all the TV shows you have on there, like the best of this character, the best of that character, you know, it, I don't know. It, it just seems it, it just seems so easy. It it wouldn't take that much. It would not take that much. I would take just one programmer, you know, uh, probably a day. Uh, well, you know, they, they, I guess they would have to do some research and they need someone who's a fan of the show to put it all together. So it would take a little work, you know, maybe about a month or two for each uh, show that they have that they own. Yeah, get your act together, Disney Plus. We want some Simpsons Treehouse of Horror all packaged together. All right, so let's move on to our untapped portion of the show where I am going to rate my beer right now on Untapped. I have by Huss Brewing Company their Juicy Juicy IPA. Um, I do like the the hop flavors in this, the, the citrus. There's a little bit of melon in there, some stone fruit. 
the wheat though it really takes it down like i would probably give this like a three seven five or a four but it really well i guess we don't do seven five anymore so like a three seven or a four but i'm gonna probably push this down just a three and a half just because of the wheat um it it just imparts a uh a flavor I'm not really I don't care for. I, I told you earlier I, I don't I don't care for wheat beers. So yeah, this kind of uh, puts it in that. But hey, some people might like wheat beers. I mean, people really love that Papago Orange Blossom wheat beer. So uh, you know, this might be your thing if you're if you're kind of a fan of wheat beers and IPAs. This might be a very good blend for you. You might rate this about a four, four and a half. But for me, three and a half. So let's go to Untapped here. Let me uh, open my phone. Ooh, I got a new iPhone 15, by the way. Hold on. After after this, I'll tell you the shenanigans I had to fucking go through for this phone. So I had by Huss Brewing Company. Let's see here. Uh, Huss Brewing Juicy. Juicy, Juicy IPA. There it is. As an overall rating right now of 3.66. One of our friends has rated it at 3.25. That would be Stasia. Um, let's should give it a 3.25. No notes on it. So I'm going to check in. Give it a 3.5. And I'm going to say it's juicy. Citric. But don't care for the wheat save and check in all right so i don't know how many out there know that it was my birthday a couple weeks ago uh, september 26th and i noticed that around that time that was when uh the ios 17 came out and i upgraded my phone and a lot of my apps were running my phone hot and i'd be charging my phone and it would just stop at charging at 80 because it would go from low power to you know oh you can you can use full power now and then it would just stop at 80 i don't know why i mean just because it's <laughs> i wasn't using it i just leave it there come back it's still at 80 like five minutes later i'm like what the hell's going on and then i i, I did notice a few apps running slow i think i read somewhere that some of the apps had to update themselves to um lower the the temperature that they were causing and also to run a little bit smoother to the ios 17 and so i'm like all right well maybe it's time um you know apple's notorious for slowing phones down when they come out with the new ios but i guess that's kind of to be expected because they program it to run on the newer phones you know with the the better chips and the, the memory and all that stuff so um, but but shit, back in the day, they were actually doing it on purpose. I mean, there was a class action lawsuit if I, if memory serves. But anyway, so I'm like, you know what? Let me let me just go on my Verizon app and check out to see um, how much is this iPhone 15 Pro. And well, first it was just iPhone 15. I wanted to see iPhone 15 with the same amount of memory. I had an iPhone 12 and with 128 uh, megabytes or gigabytes. I think it had, it had to be gigabytes. 128 gigabytes of memory. And see what the, the even thing is, the even Steven, right? And then, so I, I, I went through all that and, you know, it I did the, the two years monthly payment and I'm like, wow, that's that's pretty cheap. Like, like how much am I getting for this? Like, they wanted, like, they were going to give me like an $893 um, trade-in value. Like, whoa, that's a, fucking, that's a lot. 
All right, well, let me just see what the Pro is. I didn't want the I didn't want the Max because I think I don't know maybe I should have got the Max because it was a little bit bigger screen, but the Pro is still the same screen. It just has uh, more advanced features, including the the better camera and everything. So I saw it. I'm like, wow, it's only going to cost me like twenty dollars more a month. I do have to uh, upgrade to another um, service plan, so and that was only five dollars more a month. So really, it's going to cost me like twenty three dollars more a month to go to the iPhone 15 Pro. I'm like. Ah, man, I just got a, a raise at work. Maybe, yeah, why not? Why not, right? You only live once. I went from a 12 to a 15. And so, but check this out. <laughs> my dumb ass was so excited. On my birthday, I'm sitting, or no, the day after my birthday, I think. I'm sitting there on my phone and I fat fingered a number and I put the wrong house address. Put the wrong number. And I put just one number off on, on one, of the, one of the digits. And, uh, so I'm sitting there, I'm waiting, I'm, I'm excited, I'm like, ooh, my phone's coming today, and everything, and then I'm, I keep checking, keep scrolling, keep checking this tracking number, and then it said, undeliverable, at a uh, given address, taken back, and we'll contact sender for address correction. I'm like, what? What the fuck does that mean? I've been waiting all day for this thing. And so I I, I do, you know, I, I, I go, I, I download the Brown app, which I don't like because, you know, I, I work for FedEx. And I'd rather have the purple app, but I download the brown app and and I'm trying to get them to hey no come back stupid I'm here um, but they, they you know they take it back to their the 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 service center and and so then I'm like oh, what and then it, uh, finally I get them uh, they say you know the contact they're going to contact the sender I'm like oh okay well let me contact Verizon so I go on my Verizon app see what's going on and I that's when I see that I that I put the wrong house number on there. And I'm like, ah, you stupid son of a bitch. So I'm at work at night. I'm, I'm, I don't want to call. I don't want people to hear. And I don't get good reception out in my, uh, in my office. So I'm out on, we have a table outside out there in the middle of the, uh, the parking lot in our service center. And so I'm out there texting the guy or texting a person who said his name was Andrew and, uh, yeah, I, so I, I I got it all straightened out. Hopefully, you know, straightened out. And um, then they uh, they said, okay, uh, yeah, we're gonna. Um, they didn't send it the next day because it was supposed to come on a Wednesday, and they said it came on a Friday. I'm like, oh great, because my daughter had a a choir recital on Friday, and I had to be there. It started at five o'clock, so I had to leave my house at, um, you know, no later than four forty-five. All right, so it, the the place is only like five minutes from my house. And yeah, so I'm like, oh great, they're gonna come at seven because it said window time was to at first it said nine, then it, then they changed it to seven p.m. I'm like, I already know they're gonna, they're always they're always coming late. Like on when they were supposed to come the first day, uh, it came like around six thirty. I'm like, great, they're, they're, I'm not gonna be here, and they're I'm fuck, you know, I'm fucked. They're gonna take it back, and they're gonna be undeliverable. Nobody home, right? Because it it needs a signature. Luckily, you know, through the grace of God, I. Uh, they were, um, they came actually before they came like around three 30. I'm like, okay, cool. I just woke up and I was getting ready. Um, and yeah, so I, I grabbed my phone. I'm like, I don't have time to transfer everything now. I'm not going to do it. It was a Friday. I'll, I'll wait till Saturday. I'll wait till Saturday when I get home from work. I'll have a couple hours before I have to go to bed. And so Saturday, you know, I can't wait. I'm, you know, like kid at Christmas, you know, uh, at work, I'm just giddy. I just want to get home. I just want to get home get my phone all set up and then uh so i get home 
and <laughs> I get the phone and said, oh, you know, like, you know, hello and everything and, and you know, do this, do that. And I'll put the two phones next to each other and, and you know, and then scan this fucking QR code with the little swirly pixels all around it. And then it starts going and it said, oh, uh, it starts initializing. And then, you know, halfway through the initializing, it said, oh, um, would you like to up this to the uh, upgrade this to the iOS 17? I'm like, yeah, sure. You know, it, it, this must be part of the process. So I upgraded to I don't know why it didn't come with 17 to fucking begin with, but that's neither here nor there. I upgraded to 17. That's all done. I go to transfer it again and it doesn't it doesn't read the phone. I'm like, what? What the fuck is going on? Doesn't read the phone. Trying all this stuff. Trying to swipe. Trying to. I turned it off. Turned it back on. It starts working again. Then it shuts down. Says unable to do it. I'm like fuck. So another option was to uh, upload it to the cloud. I'm like, okay, I'll upload my memory to my my phone to the cloud, and then I'll get my new phone and download it from the cloud. All right, maybe in you know, a little roundabout way, but you know, that's what I got to do. That's what I got to do. And so. I started doing that way, but then I don't have enough room on my cloud. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, what am I supposed to do? I, uh, so I'm like, oh, it says, you know, upgrade to the, you know, plow. If, hey, if you want to, you can upgrade. Cause I, I think I pay like, like $2 a month for, you know, for 200 gigabytes, you know, of cloud or something like that. It's like how, if I have 200 gigabytes of cloud, why is it not my phone? You know, why, why does it have enough for my 128 gigabyte? Uh, phone probably i you know what probably because they have a, a backup on there but nevertheless i signed up for this thing so i already signed up for apple music so not only do i get apple music i get apple arcade i get apple plus tv and i get the uh, the apple plus news so i get the uh, you know the subscription news i'm like oh okay get it free for a month and after that it's 32.99 a month i'm like fuck on top of that so i better i I better remember to uh, cancel it because I I don't need that right now. Maybe when I get my because I don't watch Apple TV, you know Apple TV. I know Ted Lasso's good, but that's not gonna make me wanna. Um, and neither are like every once in a while a regular season Major League Baseball game. It's not gonna be that. That doesn't make me wanna sign up for Apple TV Plus. Um, one thing I am looking up or looking forward to from Apple TV is the new Martin Scorsese movie, um, Killers of the Flower Moon, because I I didn't read the book. I listened to the audio book. So I'm, I'm totally invested on it. Plus, it's Scorsese, and I know it's an Apple um, TV movie, uh, but it's coming out in the theater, so I'll, I'll go see it in the theater. But yeah, other than that, I don't, I don't need that. I don't need the arcade. I don't play a lot of games, and I just listen to music. That's, uh, and I, I really could care less about the pay news. I don't need the pay news. All I want is the music, so you know, I already paid for that, so I, I, I'm comfortable with that. So after... After a month, I'll turn it off because maybe I'll do it before a month because I don't want to forget. That's how they get you, right? They make you sign up for the free month and then they figure, ah, you know, there's some some people, some knuckleheads that forget and we'll get a little bit of more money off of, off of them. So anyway, um, I uh, finally got it uploaded and like I'm like, I got to go to sleep because I got to get up and, and go to, um, to my daughter's karate class. So I, I'm uploading, I fall asleep. I wake up to go to the bathroom and it's done uploading and I download to my new Apple, Apple iPhone 15 Pro. And um, so far, so good. I like it. Uh, the camera's okay uh, as far as, like, I thought it was going to be a better zoom. I try to take a picture of the moon. It's still the same as uh, the old one. I thought it was uh, my daughter's phone, which is uh, Samsung, and it's cheaper than mine and older. It's got a 30 times zoom and, and zoom. 
And her moon photos look perfect. You can see fucking craters in that shit. <laughs> Mine just looks like a, a white dot on a gray, on a, on a charcoal a blanket, like a, a fuzzy blanket. That's how terrible my, uh, my, uh, um, what do they call that? The, uh, the clarity of my pictures are anyway. Uh, so yeah, that was, that's my iPhone 15 pro saga. So I have it now. Um, you know, don't expect anything great on Instagram. Still going to be the same bullshit. I always post, got some, uh, got some, uh, cheese, man. Um, don't know if I want to post it yet or not. I'm still debating on whether I want to do it. It's about the guild and a couple breweries. Um, that was it, it wasn't like it was secondhand this was like public knowledge for a while but then a, a, a what do you call it a comment got deleted but i have the comment still don't know if i want to post it yet but we'll see i gotta ask a few people first their opinion um but anyway all right that's enough about that let's get into um disney plus ahsoka the was it episode six seven i forgot where we're at now um but yeah here we go with disney plus's or i should say star wars ahsoka on Disney Plus. Alright, so episode seven of Ahsoka. Part seven, Dreams and Madness. Alright, so we're on Coruscant, and Hera is the center of a hearing about her shenanigans with Ahsoka. Um Mon Mothra, of course, is the um uh, she's not the judge, but she's the head of the Inquisition or the not the what do they call the inquiry or the tribunal? And the military tribunals to get to the bottom of what the fuck's going on because she wasn't supposed to go and she went anyway. Uh, of course, uh, Senator uh, Ziono is there who uh, has a distaste for Hera. But then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, uh, Goldenrod himself, C-3PO, comes and saves the day and he has a secret order from Leia uh, giving uh, Hera permission to go on her little quest uh, to Cetos, right? Uh, see, now we're back on Ahsoka's ship. I forgot what it's called. Is it called Ghost or something like that? I forget. I could really care less. It's a fucking spaceship. Uh, she is listening to uh, uh, Anakin's holotape or watching it, listening. It's there. See Anakin walking around. Um, while she's... All right. Um, just truth be told, uh, my my recorder stopped working. And I had recorded like about another, uh, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes of this. And it just stopped working all of a sudden. Oh, man. All right. So I'm going to have to continue. So sorry for the technical difficulties. And we'll get through this together. So where were we? We're, we were on the ship. And Ahsoka was practicing her lightsabering. Um, let's see. Uh, Hu Yang senses uh, the Purgo are slowing. So they get ready to stop. And when they finally arrive at their destination, um, which is actually the correct one, of course. Like, why, why, why wouldn't they be showing this? Of course, it's a correct destination. Um, they arrive in a minefield, and like, there's a bunch of explosions all around. They they leave the mouth of the Purgle, the safety of the Purgle, to see what's going on, and they end up um, by themselves because the Purgle are like, you know, fuck this. <laughs> we didn't sign up for this fucking bullshit. We're out of here. So they jump to hyperspace and they leave. Uh, and then a bunch of fighters uh, come and try to take out Ahsoka. But Thrawn calls them off because he knows that Ahsoka's on there and they will lead, um, she will lead them to uh, to Ezra and Sabine. Anyway, so now we uh, jump cut to the, the 
the surface of the planet, uh, Ezra and Sabine and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are rolling. They're rolling deep. Um, they're, and they're roly-polies. And uh, Sabine is still being terrible. Let me just stop right here and say, in this episode, Sabine is like the worst human being in the world. The worst friend, anyway. Because so many times, she, Ezra said, hey, what's going on? How'd you get here? How are we getting back? And she's totally avoiding the question. I don't know what the fuck her problem is. Um, if she cares about the dude so much, like she claims she does, number one, when we mentioned it last week in the last episode, she would have ran to hug him right away, right? You know, they would have been making out or something. Well, maybe not that that far, but you know what I mean. It would have been more joyous. It would have been more joyous. And so I don't, I don't know if she really likes him. I, don't, I think she likes the, the thought of him. I think she likes what she remembered about him and then when she finally is confronted with him she realizes oh maybe i was wrong maybe that's it but uh this whole episode she fucking bugs the shit out of me let's see here so to continue on uh see in the next scene uh they're on the star destroyer or in the the hen somewhere and the thrawn asks the mothers to use their magic to find ahsoka now we're on the ship ahsoka ship uh, she force calls Sabine to find her location. And then when she finds them, uh, they fire upon her. Uh, but she flees uh, to find Sabine. Now we're with uh, Balin and Shin. And they're conversing. You know, he's uh, speaking in parables and phrases and, you know, being a teacher and a mentor and everything. And then he goes, well, this is where I got to leave you. I, I have another purpose. You go find uh, the people we're looking for. And maybe, maybe I'll meet up with you. Maybe I won't. Who knows? Uh, let's see here. Then the next scene, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are um, under attack by some bandits. And so they circle the roly-polies that they are in and to defend themselves from the ban said bandits. Uh, and Shin's with them too, the bandits. Uh, Soka uh, is flying, trying to get to Sabine. She's under attack and she, she needs to stop, but she knows she can't uh, land the ship because then she'll be a sitting duck to the fighter's cannon. So she jumps out and when she gets there, she faces Balin and her and Balin are, you know, going at it and everything. We jump over to Ezra and Sabine and they're facing off against Shin and the bandits. And then halfway or halfway um, after a while of fighting Balin, uh, Ahsoka, she I think she does some. Oh, no, she doesn't do a smoke screen. Uh, Hu Yang comes with the ship and strafes the ground, which creates a diversion, and she escapes. And then she reaches uh, Ezra and Sabine. Um, and that's when Thrawn calls the retreat. Everyone leaves, all the uh, the clone troopers that were out trying to take them all down. They're like, oh, we're out of here because all the packing is done. They're ready to go on their trip. And so let's get the fuck out of here. We can give two shits about these, uh, these little wusses that we sent out. They're pawns in our game. Um, and then Ahsoka uh, offers to help Shin, saying, you know, like, you know, everyone's left you. Come with us and, you know, we can help you out. And Shin takes off. She's like, fuck this. I think uh, you guys are, are wrong and we're right and we're out of here. Even though throughout the whole episode, she was having doubts about Thrawn and even Balin a little bit. I think she started realizing like, eh, this is not something I signed up for, but... Anyway, they left, and then Ahsoka gives Ezra, like, a proper, Hey, what's up? I haven't seen you in a long fucking time. What's up, dude? 
what Sabine should have done the first time she fucking saw him. But yeah, I don't know what I don't know what I don't know what's wrong with Sabine. I I just don't like it. Uh, maybe it'll it'll come around in episode eight. Who knows? But next week will be episode eight. It's gonna be our mega show. Me and Sorcerer Chromatic will be back. We got a lot of stuff planned. We have um, the our cold brew. Is that third or fourth annual? I gotta look back in, in our notes. Fourth annual. Um, the Great American Beer Festival Names Awards, our cold brew um, tradition. Every year we go through all the the medal winners at the this year at the current year's Great American Beer Festival and pick out the best beer names. We have the two categories, pop culture and original, and then honorable mentions. Um, those are a mixed bag. Could be either or. And then we will have Coach's Corner, our first edition of Coach's Corner. And let's see what else we're going to have. We're going to talk about Ahsoka Part 8. And yeah, that's a, it's, it's going to be good. It's going to be a fun fucking show. Miss the guys. Too bad we uh, we couldn't uh, connect this weekend. You know, he had, a lot, he had a lot going on. I had some stuff going on too and just bad timing. And I miss the guy. You know, it's, it's, it's fun doing this show with him. But the real reason we do this show is because it keeps us connected. You know, we live so far apart. Um, I guess it's people live farther apart. Family members live farther apart than we do. But 600 miles, you know, I, I grew up with the guy and I fucking love him. And, you know, this show keeps us together. You know, it, it, we could just be like text buddies. You know, I have a bunch of friends that I used to see more than my brother back when I was in the Bay Area. But. We don't stay as connected as my brother and I. You know, we text each other occasionally, send each other memes, but that's about it. This this weekly show I have with my brother, it, it went from hey, let's you know, let's keep in touch, and and now I need it. So this past week, you know, I have to admit it, it hurt a little bit. It, it but I don't blame him. It just the circumstances, you know. Um, I just miss it. Maybe it, it didn't hurt. It just uh, um, made me realize how. How important uh, this show is to me uh, in that aspect, and the other aspect is because I fucking love beer, <laughs> and and I love keeping in contact with my beer peeps in the community, not only here in Arizona but also in California and all across the country. I made so many friends um, on you know online because of this show, and I wouldn't change it for the world. You know what I mean? So next week we will have our. Mega show. Um, thank you for downloading yet again another Cold Brew podcast. I am Greg, and on behalf of Sorcerer Chromatic, we like to wish you cheers. Until next time. Yeah.